0: Welcome into Just a Tip, a fantasy football podcast. We are your hosts, Vinny, Mac, Dispat Bidge. We got Regan, Matt Regan. That is Regan. How you doing?
1: Great, great. I'm glad to be here and uh, ready to talk about the AFC West.
0: Mm, much better than watching those uh, Celtics get their ass kicked tonight, right? Uh,
1: it's too soon, bro. Too soon. <laughs> too
0: soon before the game,
1: huh? I just want to see Kyrie lose. That's uh, all I too. want.
0: Me too. He'll lose on the on the big stage. That's fine. And Ryan the Tagless Haynes, how you doing?
2: I'm doing well. Good to be back. I'm uh, ready to listen to your argument as to why Teddy Bridgewater will win the 2021 MVP this year. What?
0: Ah, fake news. I never even claimed such I a saw
2: game. that in the script. You you wrote it yourself. Oh, that counts now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nope, I can edit that. I'll delete all that. Unshare. Uh, So today is May 25th, 2021. I just want to thank everybody for supporting this podcast by liking the video, subscribing to our channels. Uh, Just a reminder, we are on Spotify, Google, and Amazon, and soon to be Apple. Uh, So yeah, if you want to hear just the audio and not see our faces, that's totally cool. Uh, Just Share our tips with your friends and family. Our tips are for everybody. Quaid. Just doing so really helps out us a lot. Uh, We appreciate the support. Uh, Today we're going to be going through the AFC West, continue on with our division breakdowns, talk about relevant players, a little record predictions, uh, just recap what their off-seasons were. Uh, before that, though, we will get into, and if I can find it, Haynes' briefs.
2: I'm here to do an interview for the premiere issue of Briefs, a magazine for cute gay lawyers. <laughs> All Ooh, right, what do you
0: publisher,
3: <laughs> Matt hey.
1: hey. I was want to know what you did for a living, Ryan. <laughs> He's just a photographer. <laughs> That might be worse.
3: <laughs> and
2: in the news, John Watson is back in the news uh, after reiterating his stance has not changed with the Houston Texans, and he is not going to attend voluntary OTAs. So let's revisit this, fellas. I know we've talked about this a time or two. Uh, first of all, does he play in 2021? And two, is he traded before the season starts? What do you think, Greeks?
1: Yeah. This one hurts. Uh is he traded? I, I I can't see either of them happening. I don't see him being traded or playing. Uh that being said, I still might draft him. <laughs> this is so yeah
2: It's harder. The starter then.
1: Yeah, between him and Rodgers, I'm just kind of freaking out at both predicaments.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Soon he'll uh he'll realize how much of a mistake he's made and he's gonna have to just be on the exempt list. For this year, man, and uh, they'll deal with it in the offseason. I don't see him getting traded before the uh, season starts or him coming back to play this year.
1: That's exactly what I was thinking with the exempt list. Yeah. I don't think they're going to have any uh, outcomes from uh, court and whatnot the time the season starts. No.
2: Yeah, and I don't see Goodell, you know removing him from that list um, anytime soon. So. Well, let's segue into the other name you brought up, Let's segue into Aaron Rodgers. Uh, wasn't at uh, voluntary OTAs. Uh, is this really it for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? What do you think, Mac?
3: I've made a huge mistake. <laughs>
0: That's what he's going to be saying, because he's not getting any younger, and if he's going to hold out, I I just don't see... Green Bay Packers being controlled by uh, their board members. You know, they don't have a true owner. It's the fans that control that team, and they want football. So, I don't know. He better uh, he better tread lightly. I don't, see, I don't think he'll play it for Green Bay if that's not what he wants, and he's kind of burned his bridges there, but he doesn't have all the leverage either. So, yeah, it's going to get interesting.
2: Not a lot of the Bonte Adams out there.
1: He- that one hurts the most, I think. I will say that. He's normally at OTAs, too, just to clarify. So him not being there actually is a big
3: deal.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, first time that he's missed in a long time. All right.
2: Well, moving on. Uh, the big news of the week uh, before these pre-Madonna quarterbacks, you know, were in the news. Uh, so Julio Jones, uh, yesterday, Shannon Sharp on, was it ESPN First Take?
0: Yeah, it's no, started. it was Fox Undisputed. Sports, right? Undisputed, yeah. Undisputed. Fox Sports
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, so Shannon Sharp calls Julio Jones, asks him if he's being traded. Julio says he's out of Atlanta. Shannon Sharpe follows up by asking him if he's going to Dallas or wants to go to Dallas. He says, basically, yeah, hell no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> rumored no, to go I want to win. Can't blame you, Julio. No, I want to win was the exact <laughs> one. Uh Rumored to go to the Pats, the 49ers chargers uh and possibly green bay so i don't know a lot to unpack there first of all where do you think he goes and second of all with this conversation was he live are we seeing like legal disputes coming up or uh with, with my
0: with my marketing mind i think it was all staged just to go viral like it did uh but the way he sounded sometimes I just I think like yeah, maybe he didn't realise that he was on live and Shannon Sharp was just calling him, but he didn't realise that he was on T V. But hey. Doesn't matter. He already spilled the beans and how he wants to go to a team that wins. Uh I've also seen the Titans. I meant to put this in the notes. The Titans are rumored to get him too, which would be huge because they don't have much depth behind AJ Brown at all. So yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see. It's interesting, but uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to move because they're asking for a first rounder. I don't think anybody's gonna give them a first round. Watch like Tampa Bay or Kansas City got them though. Something annoying like that.
1: Uh, please don't ruin the league more.
0: <laughs> ruin it more. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my
2: Twitter oh. account yesterday. I I uh, predicted that he would go to the Titans. That's that's I could see that fitting in nicely.
1: I'm pretty sure I predicted him going to the Pats last week. Just mm-hmm. saying. For kill Harry. Dekeel <laughs> <Nikhil laughs> Harry? I think cool. and Ryan threw in the second round pick, which I thought was a great idea. So second round yeah. pick. They're not gonna get a first round pick for him. He's owed too much money. And uh, he's older, injury prone. I think he's still a stud. He's still a number one wide receiver to go somewhere. That being said, does he play the whole season? I think that's what the other teams are thinking about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That being said, he wants to play with Cam.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did say that. I don't get it, but...
1: Yeah, no, neither do I. I also like the John J. Hopkins tweet about him saying, oh, remember what we talked about?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Imagine that. A.J. Green, John J. Hopkins, Julio Jones, and then like Larry Fitzgerald comes back, and he's like, I just want to play one more year. So you have all four of them. They're
0: amazing. <laughs>
2: In 2013, that would have been the best wide receiver core ever.
0: I was going to say, we're ever. Like five, five years <laughs> too late, but hey.
2: Five years. Yeah, maybe 2013 is <laughs> a little too early, but...
0: Uh, no, I mean, roughly, that would be <laughs> the peak of it. What It doesn't really matter, though, because any team that he goes to, like his production's gone down. Like This is the best spot that he'll be in for fantasy-wise, for his career, I think, like for stats-wise, if that's what he's worried about. If he wants to go and win... Yeah, uh, Kansas City. What about Baltimore? What if he went there?
3: Good spot to win. I think
2: a 32 is probably what he's looking for, right? Yeah. He made it to the big game, hasn't won the big game. He probably has one year left. This is probably one and done. I mean, I yeah. I read something today saying that um, he's only a $2 million cap hit next season if, if he's cut. So it's really it could be a one and done for Julio.
0: Yeah, I mean, they could use use a receiver like that for sure so i don't know it'll be fun it'll be interesting any more thoughts on that regan
1: no other than uh you saying ball uh baltimore coming up i think that's a really good fit if they kind of go the route, i think they're gonna go and lean away from that run a little bit more pass that ball around i think that's a that's an awesome fit to a good team
0: yeah if they can get on the ball that'd be great but they need yeah, they well, need a they need a game changer as a receiver out there. So yeah, know.
1: open that field up for Lamar.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they have the money to swing it though. But yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, so yeah, uh, if you want some more interesting posts and stay in the loop, you can follow us on Twitter at JustTheTipFFP. Instagram same handle. Follow us on Facebook, like our page so you can see the videos that we'll post <laughs> up there. Uh, you can follow our personal ones. Uh, you can also email us at podcast at com with any questions, comments. want to call out our crappy takes, that's fine. Our bold takes that you think were stupid, like, oh, I don't know, Zach Wilson being the rookie of the year. Uh, <laughs> I might be yeah. backpedaling on that one a bit. But <laughs> hey, uh, we'll I'm, see. Gonna,
1: I'm gonna email myself for that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but that's that's uh, good. Get some uh, get some mailbag stuff. We could do. Uh, we could throw that in the show, everybody. So I would appreciate It'd be great. it.
0: Great. Alrighty, and with that, let's get into our breakdown here on
1: ESPN8, the Ocho, bringing you the finest in seldom seen sports from around the globe since 1999. If it's almost a sport, we've got it
0: here. And first up we got Kansas City with their best player on the team.
3: Hi ho Kermit the Frog here.
0: Patrick Mahomes, but Regan, go ahead and lead us off with uh the AFC West preview.
1: I love it. I love it. Yeah, so obviously Kansas City uh team's amazing. You know, uh their last season, uh as we all know, uh Patrick Mahomes did a little bit of a run around the pocket. Uh, so they, you no, know, they went out and got some guys. So they got, uh, they traded their first round pick to the Ravens for Orlando Brown. They drafted the center Creed Humphreys uh, in the second round, and in free agency they grabbed, uh, actually from the Patriots Joe Thune, and then from Chicago uh, Kyle Long. Uh, I believe that's eight linemen. I don't know if that includes the two linemen that actually uh, didn't play last year due to COVID. But they, they went out there and they're trying to protect their franchise quarterback. Um, needless to say, him running around last year, he still threw for 4,700 yards, 38 touchdowns, only six interceptions, another two rushing touchdowns. The guy's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just he's been the number one draft, drafted QB for how many years? I won the past two years in my, my keeper league because of him, my two QB league. It's a great feeling when you get to keep Patrick Mahomes in the seventh round. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah, he was ranked uh, the fourth QB last year. So uh, a seventh-round value on that, that's uh, that's pretty sweet.
1: Oh, yeah. Big fan, big fan. Um, this will get into the questions later on, but I know, you know what, three years ago, two years ago, Patrick Mahomes threw for 50 touchdowns, and now that he uh, possibly has a good line in front of him, Maybe there's a possibility you can start throwing averaging three touchdowns a game again. So uh <clears throat> we'll get into that a little bit later on. Um uh uh the last thing on Patrick Mahomes, he's the easiest uh high pick plug in and leave in for the full season. So that's always great. Um Tyreek Hills coming off probably his best fantasy season uh of his young career, uh finished uh wide receiver two. Uh he only had like one bus game. I think that was versus Buffalo. He had he had literally three catches for 20 yards. So, you know, you can't beat a wide receiver two with one bus game. You know, you have to play uh, pay that high capital in the draft to get him. But if you're only going to have one bus game, that's, that's amazing. That's good stuff right there. And uh, that's why he is number two. And obviously, Travis Kelsey, uh, number one tight end again. And 105 receptions, 1,400-something yards, 11 touchdowns. I don't really see that changing. They didn't really go uh, and grab any offensive skill players that would affect affect either Hill or um, Kelsey. I see him being the number one tight end again. Um, I know he's getting older in age. Uh, you know, injuries might catch up with him. Tight end's a tough position. That being said, though, he does a lot more routes than blocking, so...
0: Yeah. And and then, Antonio Gates played for like twenty years, so he can do it. <laughs> I love Antonio Gates.
1: And then the last one I'll touch on is uh CH uh, Edwards Alaire. He uh played he only played, I believe was it 13
3: games last season? Thirteen games, games? 13 yeah,
1: games 13, last yeah. season. Um, he'll finish that uh, running back twenty. Obviously, uh, you know, their backfield is you know, they got some guys back there, but I still think uh and was a is going to be the starter and so on they did uh they got McKinnon i believe i don't see that being anything other than just some depth uh so yeah he, he only had two games last year with over 100 yards uh which is kind of not intriguing at all uh and only 36 receptions and you thinking i know he was he was honestly the biggest bust if you ask me in the fantasy draft last season when going first rounds, maybe you know, I think I grabbed them in our league at like six or something like that. Um, and you just thought he was going to be like a uh, hunt and be a PPR machine, and he was not whatsoever. Um, so I'll, I guess I'll lead that into the questions, guys. Ryan, you want to throw your first question at me or at the team?
0: Yeah, sure. Ryan, um, Ryan hold on, hold on. Bigger biggest bust last year, Ezekiel Elliott. Was it the biggest bust last year? Christian McCaffrey was the biggest bust. Teasing, oh yeah,
2: he'll be ready this week. Oh no, he's not ready. I think uh, McCaffrey. Well I is a... don't think I would count McCaffrey as a bust. I think injuries <laughs> are going to happen, and like you can okay. you can say those are bust seasons or not, but. All right, uh, all
0: right. I just wanted to clarify for everybody. I don't want. And
2: Zeke had a big outlier. Like you, you know, when up until losing Dak, he was very productive, and he, I think he was like top five running backs in the league up to that point. Yeah. So. uh i I definitely I'm with Regan, like he was ranked really high in just about every format uh, yeah, and underwhelmed, yeah, yeah, the
1: games he missed too are later on in the season too, so he had no i think it was week ten and then there was a couple other ones, but
2: yeah, if you're making a playoff push or in the playoffs, he really kinda he screwed you over, and who knows if it's like a matter of like it's a pass heavy team, you know they're gonna pass first, and when you're considering like you know, PPR backs as a, as a checkdown option. Well, yeah, checkdowns are great, except when, you know, your wide receiver one your tight end one are open on every single play and creating space. And, you know, you're working through your checkdowns and that running backs not even considered. So uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I see H is a big bust last year. Very disappointing.
1: Thank you, Ryan. All
0: right. All right. Yeah, I mean, where I, no, no, no. I'm just playing devil advocate, devil's advocate. Yeah. I drafted him in the second round last year. Uh, I took Mike Lucky Thomas. You. No, I took Mike Thomas,
2: then him in the second oh, round. Mike Thomas. Then, Mike yeah. Thomas is the guy I'd put up in the bust, big bust category. Oh, for sure. For sure. Punching I teammates mean, and pulling teammates. hamstring
1: Yeah. Hey, I won my team. I won my league all last year with Michael Thomas. Yeah. Sitting yeah. On the bench.
0: All right, but if your first three picks is Michael Thomas, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, then Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. Are you uh, you going to win you, that?
1: No. No, not <laughs> okay. even. Might not even win one game.
0: <laughs> nah. Kenyon Drake's your best player. <laughs> oh, God. I know, I know. That's how bad it was. Oh, man. Hey,
1: we'll get to him later. The
0: Raiders. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. All right, sorry. Yeah, Anything else on that, Regan? Sorry, rudely interrupted you. Well, I think
1: uh, the yeah. Edwards-Hilaire, Ryan, go ahead.
2: Yeah, as far as as far as CEH, I mean he's the biggest question mark. I think there's not really any any sign that Kelsey's on is on a downward trend. I mean he stayed healthy for all of last season for the most part. Um and you already mentioned the improved O-line. Uh so Edwards alaire was a little over 800 yards. Uh I think I think he had four rushing touchdowns. Um and underwhelming uh receiving stats. But this here if you consider improvement. On his end, just from uh, a developmental standpoint, and you're thinking a better O-line, they lost Sammy Watkins, so there might be a few more targets there. Like, let's set, at least rushing, let's set the over-under with the extra game improvement uh, developmentally and improved O-line at 1,200 rushing yards and eight rushing touchdowns. Are you guys over or under on that?
0: Uh, I will do under on the yards. Uh, That's a good line on the uh, touchdowns, though. uh, I could obviously flip a coin and be happy with, or not happy, but live with the result. We'll say, uh, you know, I'll say under on both. I think uh, Mahomes is going for the MVP. He's going to be pissed that they should have won last year and got embarrassed. Uh, Him scrambling around, what was it, like 500 yards of him scrambling around, they added up. Uh, in the Super Bowl against the Bucks, and I think he's just going to be—he's just going to try a revenge tour and light up teams and run up the score. So, uh, yeah, watch out. But yeah, I, I just don't see them rushing the ball in the end zone. So, or oh, rushing the ball in general—that's tough. Regan, what are your thoughts?
1: So I'm a—I kind of differ on that. I think uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, what they're realizing is, yes, we are probably the best passing offense in the NFL, but we probably need to get a little bit more balanced, keep the ball out sure. of the other team's hands a little bit more. I think, uh, last year they realized that, you know, they can't win like that. Uh, that being said, I think, I think he will get over with the extra game that, that kind of got me in your notes. So yeah, with the extra game, I think he's over 1200 yards. I still think he's under the eight rushing touchdowns. Uh, he could have a couple of receiving touchdowns. I don't think he had any last year. He uh, got
0: he got robbed a couple times. Uh, some games I watched where he would make some nice catches, but then he'd get called back on holding. So love it's that. there. The plays are the plays are drawn up for him to get it. So yeah.
2: he had one uh, receiving touchdown last year. He won One, one, one. yeah, Ooh.
0: yeah. I, That's I like none. I, I saw two get called back, and one was like a twenty yarder. So. I don't know.
2: Significant. Uh, yeah, I just but, don't
0: think they're going to rush it in the end zone. I think they're just going to spread them out.
2: So, rankings-wise, is he – I mean, running back 20 last year, uh, is he top 20? Is is he top 15? I mean, I think from what you're saying, Mac, if he's under on both, he's probably right around the 20 mark again.
0: Uh, I, yeah, he's he's going to be probably – it's hard It's hard to say with all the rookies coming in that are just getting Not all of them, but they're going to be That's taking true. over. Cam Akers is going to have a longer season. Antonio Gibson probably. Uh, Jonathan Taylor will probably have a longer season. Remember, Clyde started right away. He had a great debut game. So. Well, Dobbins
2: uh, is going to have a longer season too. Dobbins
0: as well. So, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's tough. Uh, no, just outside the top 20, I would Oof. say. Yeah, he's probably going to
1: be closer to 24. Wow, I was going to say between probably uh, like 13 and 15. Oof. Uh, that's that's my prediction on that one.
0: All right, well, let's not get ahead of it. Let's <clears> I really think they are going to
1: – all right. And, and making that format for us, so we'll get on that real soon.
2: Yeah, once we're on that, and I'll, I'll just – I'll throw this out there, and I really have to look at it a little bit more, but I think I see him somewhere in the middle. I think I see him cracking the top 20. Mm-hmm. Um. But his, what's his ceiling? I think his ceiling is like I think top fifteen is his ceiling.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Are you I drafting him in the, the second round? Tournament? No, I I I would rather go with a with a premium wide receiver or a better a better tiered wide receiver.
0: Yeah.
2: And CEH in the second round.
0: Would you go with Chris Carsons or C E H?
3: It's uh, <laughs> Carson for me.
2: Uh, I uh, would I, take
0: C.
3: Go ahead, Ron.
2: Michael Carson, too. Hey,
0: you guys were crapping on me with Carson a few episodes ago, so I just wanted to see.
1: Well, you're comparing him to a guy that got one receiving touchdown and <laughs> four <laughs> rushing. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: I just wanted a little, little win there. I flip flop a lot. You'll see and, uh, when we start talking about Josh Jacobs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I love it.
1: All right, hey. so – uh
0: Yeah,
1: anything else, Regan? I guess I'll go uh, revisit my last question. I think, uh, Ryan, if you had one too. um, I think my last thing was uh, with the uh, actually back to the whole Patrick Mahomes thing and then them revamping this line. Uh, He had 37 passing touchdowns last year. Um, Do you like what's the over under on uh, maybe 42 touchdowns this year? Added game, better line. You know, he had 50 in. Was it last year or the year before? Like I was saying. So I think 42 is simple. Now that I say 42, I don't even it's think simple. I was thinking of the added game.
2: I'd say I would say I think he's gonna be closer to 50. Yeah, I just...
3: I actually
1: had 50 originally and deleted it. And I was like, maybe 40. 42. <laughs> and now that we got the added game on, uh, I gotta remember that. That's uh
0: that's gonna be crazy. It is, it is. Yeah, I, I could see him around 45. I was just about
2: to say, I think 45 might be, might be what I would say. I'd say under 50, but he can get there. Yeah. I like it. We'll get into that when we get to the,
0: uh, positional rankings, but yeah, we'll set the line at 45.5.
2: I
3: like
0: it. I'll take the under (laughs) just barely. Uh, anything else Regan?
3: I think we're good. Uh,
1: Ryan, if you had anything else, if not, let's jump into the chargers.
0: No, let's move forward. All right, Chargers, it is. That champagne bottle <laughs> the uh, no, I, I know, I don't know what that was. My mouse hearing
2: things? Are about,
1: okay. Awesome.
0: I thought I heard
2: a little pop at the end there. It's like that doesn't sound like.
0: No, wonder. I think that was my mouse that that tapped on the.
2: Oh, all right.
3: Uh,
1: awesome. That's the tip where you get a little bit extra. You're welcome, that's
0: good. guys. Nicely done. Yeah, this, is, uh, this is a the, great show, guys. I'm just
2: saying. I think though it's going well. All right. Yeah, let's go. Popping champagne too early, I think, though. Well, we spent we like three 20 teams minutes teams on teams. the Chiefs. Let's go. All right. <laughs> so the LA Chargers looking uh, they are looking promising this year. Um, so they made some, some big additions on the O line, just like the Chiefs. That was really their primary focus going into the offseason. Uh they let out they were 17th in sacks allowed. So the third worst 13th worst in the league uh, in sacks allowed last season. So they really needed to revamp that offensive line. Um so they bring in center Corey Lindsley, the all-pro from Green Bay. Uh they bring in some depth pieces and Matt Faylor from Pittsburgh, uh, who play a little bit of right tackle and left guard. Ode Bushi from Detroit. Uh, and then they bring in uh, tight end Jared Cook after losing uh, Hunter Henry to the Patriots. So and not to mention, uh, they they draft Rashawn Slater, who's arguably some everybody had him below Penasul, but kind of in that that top tier offensive line category. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then to address their secondary, which was a which was a, another area of weakness, they drafted Asante Samuel Jr. So they're much improved. They're bringing back Joey Bosa this year from an injury. Um, uh, Derwin Derwin, I think his name Derwin James, the the safety. Um, he's gonna be coming back from injury this year. So they're looking really promising. Uh if Justin Herbert can repeat what he did last year and avoid a sophomore slump, I think this team could really go a long way. Um, you know, one area that I want to kind of focus on is is the upgraded offensive line and how that could really benefit Austin Eckler. Um, I think he's a lot of I think he's a guy who uh when you're talking about fantasy football, like a lot of people have question marks around him. Um, he has a history of of being injury prone, um, but when he plays, uh, he's productive, and a lot of people see him as as mostly a receiving back. Um, but I think with a with an improved offensive line, which they have had one of the worst offensive lines over the last five years, um, he you could see more production from him on the ground. So I'm going to reference this stat a couple of times today, and I think this is more significant for us, Neckler, than anybody else. He was 25th uh, in the league. He was running back 25 last year in yards before contact, which is more of a stat that's uh, an indictment of of how productive your O-line is and how efficient your O-line is. Um, for, for others, it's skewed when you're talking about a lot of uh, red zone attempts, uh, short yardage attempts, and that's not really where Austin Eckler is being utilized. He's being utilized on first and second down. So for him to be low in that category – is a sign that he had a poor offensive line. Um, so now with the improvement, like I said, you might see uh, more yardage. You might see some more red zone attempts. Um, so so be on the lookout for 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 him in your fantasy drafts and, and thinking about that stat. They bring in a new head coach, and Brandon Staley. They fired Anthony Lynn. Um, he brings in Joel Lombardi as the new offensive coordinator. He's been with the Saints for a very long time, uh, two separate stints working with Drew Brees. Um, so those two guys have already come out and said they're gonna pass the ball. Like that's what they're gonna focus on. They're gonna get the ball in Justin Herbert's hands, which again could be benefit to Eckler. Um, and as a note, I would say just be aware of the running back situation. If you are going to target Austin Eckler, you're you should definitely handcuff uh, him and and you're gonna to want to monitor that backup running back situation. So whether it's Josh Kelly, uh rookie Larry Roundtree. Um and possibly Justin Jackson, although he might be on his way out. Um so that's that's it for the Chargers. Um that's really their whole offseason there. What are you guys thinking for this team? What's your what's your projection?
3: Good. <laughs> think, yeah, no, I think that they
1: killed it last year, and I was so impressed with Justin Herbert uh with like his his output. And I think this whole o line is only going to help everyone, and especially Eckler. With uh, honestly, I think this might help him with injuries as well. It's so much easier to run through a clean hole, not get caught from behind, or whatever. You, just in general, it's a little mis—I uh, uh, don't know—misunderstood and how important this really is for a running back. So,
2: yeah, he's not a yard after contact kind of guy. So, so there are guys who you can who can have a low. I was looking at this who can have a low yard before contact, but be able to break tackles. Yards after uh, contact uh, is really high. Your Derrick Henrys of the world, um, who can kind of create their own holes and create their own space. Austin Eckler's not that kind of guy. He needs a solid old line. Mac, what's your projection? What are you thinking?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's not his game. Uh, but yeah, Eckler, I have him in dynasty. And I'm nervous because I don't have any handcuffs for him, so, uh yeah, that's a good point on getting the handcuffs, but just a little fun stat for him when he came back from his injury uh weeks twelve through seventeen, he uh, had hundred and thirty six targets with hundred oh, I'm sorry, he didn't have that. He was on pace for it, excuse me I was uh, say. with the, on pace for that with uh, on pace for one hundred and four catches. 733 receiving yards and 5.7 touchdowns. So if you have a running back that's projecting to do that, how soon are you going to draft him? Not in the top five, but in the top ten?
2: Are you going to so, draft him? Oh, so please. I just had a dynasty draft and uh-huh. I did end up with Austin Eckler and I got him at 411 nice. and I'm going to rattle off a few of the running backs that, that got picked before him. C H David Montgomery, Miles Sanders, and right after Austin Eckler was Josh Jacobs. I take him over all of those guys. I would.
0: Well, in Dynasty, maybe Ceh, but I would take him over Miles Sanders, no matter what draft, redraft Dynasty, whatever. Yeah, I don't know, Regan. You like that? That's a good. That's a good uh, value right there, Ryan. That was good. I got him in our Dynasty at like in the second round, I think, Took Cook and then him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, say you got, you're in the ninth position, twelve twelve uh, team league. Here, Regan, you got Stefan Diggs and Eckler. Your strategy usually goes running back, but you see Stefan Diggs there, you gotta take Diggs or Eckler.
1: Ooh. In the first round of nine?
0: First round, you're at the ninth pick. So, you're not going to get uh, one of those running backs coming back to you but you're not going to get Stefan Diggs either.
1: Yeah, I'm taking Diggs. That's just how I That's how I draft, though. Yeah. I think the value there is not bad, though. I think that's kind of a toss-up. Um, I liked your concept, too, just to go back, was the Dynasty. CEH, I would definitely take first, but Eckler, I would take over all those guys.
0: Minus, uh, uh, minus yeah. CEH, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, it's a tough call. I, I just... I don't... Just the injury... Going with surprise box as well. What uh, what is Eh's uh potential?
3: Yeah,
1: so. there there really is a lot of wide receiver depth in uh this year's draft. That being said, I w- I couldn't pass up possible first round, a first overall wide receiver potential.
0: Mm. And you miss out on all the number one running backs, probably.
1: Correct. Right.
2: Yeah. So speaking of wide receivers. Uh... When you look at the Chargers, if they don't add Julio Jones, I mean Keaton Allen, I think is going to be just as productive as he always is. Again, as long Mm -hmm. as he stays healthy. But the last two or three years, he's been able to do that. Yeah. Mike Williams, what about Mike Williams? I guess he's his last year on
0: contract, right? Yeah. Yeah, they they're not going to probably sign him again. So yeah, I don't know Uh, for a contract. I don't, I don't want Mike Williams. He was ranked forty-six out of the receivers in PPR format. So, yeah, I'm not, like, targeting him at all. Very, very inconsistent. Big target, man. But, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind having him on my real team. But uh, for fantasy value, nah, I'll, I'll take my chances on a rookie, see if they come out. Good depth piece, but not uh, a starter. Nah, he he fills in
2: on bye weeks. Okay, I think that's fair.
3: Mhm. I'm gonna throw my last right. question at you. Yeah, yeah go, go ahead. for it. Let's do it quick.
1: Uh, so uh, Jared Cook obviously re, uh, reunited with his offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi, uh, mm-hmm. formerly of the Saint the Saints QB coach. Um, I guess the question is, do you think this is going to help him? You know, obviously, I'm guessing the playbook's going to be a little similar. He might be able to get into the process a little bit faster. Uh, they lost Hunter Henry. Will
2: Jared Cook have some value this year? I guess is the question. Jared Cook will have value. He won't be a viable starter. He's not somebody that you're going to want to start week in and week out. He's proven that throughout his whole career. I was looking at his stats earlier today. Even in his best season, it, it's so there's so many outliers. It's like 23 points in a PPR league. You know, three the next week, six the next week, 28 four nine like in every year it's like that so if you're playing jared cook in the right matchup he's a he's a definition of boomer bust in the last few years it's been more bust than than boom um but if you play him in the right slot he has value for sure
1: like and that's a lot of the tight ends these days so in general i guess you just gotta grab like three of them and place them in the right
0: right games
2: he's a perfect guy for a rotation like a tight end rotation that's for sure
0: Having yeah, Justin, Justin Herbert. He's just a good. streamer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he was ranked, uh, what was he, 18th? Yeah, 18th out of tight ends. So that's not good, man. Not good. It's not good. All right. I think we should move on here. What do you guys say? Let's do I it. I like it. Take Constable us to Denver. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Denver Broncos, we got, uh, we're going to have a quarterback battle between Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. I know, yeah, ladies, keep your pants on. You're all excited over that. But can I interest you in some Melvin Gordon there, Ryan? Huh? huh?
2: 21st century, it might not only be ladies.
0: <laughs> I just didn't want to assume you guys were that easy.
3: <laughs> you
0: thought uh, wrong. Yeah, that, then they drafted uh, Javante Williams as well. Uh, so... Uh Cortland Sutton coming back from injury. Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, and Noah Fant, their tight end there. Uh they went heavy on defense. They signed Vaughn Miller to another year. Uh Justin Simmons, their safety, a four year deal. We won't drag down. They took a uh, ninth overall, they took Patrick Stretane, but we won't get too busy with the defense. But that's what their main focus was, which was unusual because they didn't get much offensive production either, so I don't know what they're thinking there. I guess they want to get established their defense first and then concentrate on offense next year. Uh but yeah, they gave up a sixth round pick for uh Teddy Bridgewater. Uh which you know, Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater. It you really not making much of a advancement there. So Teddy Bridgewater was ranked nineteenth last year and he had uh he was on Carolina, so he had Car- uh, Car- Curtis Samuel uh, to throw to, uh, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. He had McCaffrey at some times, so and then Mike Davis, who did well for him. And he was only ranked 19th, and then Drew Locke was ranked 23rd, so you're really not getting much different there. I guess I would just ask you guys, like, it is he going to do better in Denver, or are we just going to see all the same? So then, are you not gonna target these skilled guys? Uh, like Melvin Gordon was ranked 14th, but he's on his last year of his deal. I I think they're gonna edge him out and put Javante Williams in there, and it's just gonna be a split backfield. I agree. And if they're punting on this season in this division, you gotta beat out uh, the Chiefs. So are they just gonna develop the young guys and and say screw it? Uh, we'll give Javante Williams more work, and Melvin Gordon, his aging running back, is is out of there. Uh, they also cut Philip Lindsay too, so they're I, I think that's their plan. Gordon is on his way out, and Javante Williams will take over probably next year. But yeah, so do you see any like much value? Like you're not really targeting any guys on the team as of now.
2: If we're talking. Uh we talking redraft leagues.
0: Yeah, redraft I mean, league here.
2: There are value picks. Like, I think if you can get Jerry Judy in the right round at the right time, um, he could turn into a decent flex option. I think his his stealing as a wide receiver, too, for this year. I don't necessarily see that happening. But, um yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think Devontae Williams, towards the end of the year, could have some value. I think you're absolutely right. Like I, Like, if he... If the team starts to kind of – they come out of the gates, they're 0-2, 0-3, 1-4, whatever the case may be, I I think they might start shifting away from Melvin Gordon and giving the ball more to Javante Williams. Um, It'll be interesting to see how it plays out.
3: Very guess What I got to say for this is, uh, as you guys were
1: talking about, I was thinking about, you know, Teddy Bridgewater went to Carolina. Mr. McCaffrey was hurt. You know, you missed out on some skilled players. And then I was thinking, I was like, Mike Davis had a great year and put up great stats with him, uh, and he still finished pretty low. Uh, I forget what rank you said, Teddy you uh, finished at, 19 or something? Um, yeah,
0: yeah, 19. But, yeah, yeah Mike so, Davis, he didn't have the best year. He had a good month streak. But, uh, yeah, no, I, it's yeah. definitely serviceable. But, yeah, their their offensive line – was not uh that great either, so it does come back to the line to make running backs more valuable
3: always <laughs> Unless you're christian McCaffrey
0: <laughs> yeah I know then then that's just the easy button there
2: <laughs> I mean, what about Portland Sutton a, he was a big name last year
0: yeah, you know, well, the year before right he, he was injured last year,
2: correct, yeah, but going into like. Oh, Darned going enough. in.
0: Yeah. Last year, yeah. He was
2: he was a big name.
0: Yeah, so if I mean he's he's a beast. So if I could take him in the middle rounds, see what I get, I'm totally gonna take a shot on him. We'll we'll see. But there was rumors that Aaron Rodgers would go there too. So if that happens, then all of a sudden everybody's value goes up on this team. But <laughs> yeah, just with Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke, you're just like, ugh I I don't want to, like, take anybody here. You're just going to be like, all right, this guy's the next best ranked, Melvin Gordon. I need a backup running back for bye weeks. I guess I'll take him. And then Javante Williams later on taking a shot on the rookie. Or who would you take beforehand? Would you take Javante Williams or Melvin Gordon? <laughs> Depending on what they look like in preseason.
2: You might have take them both. Like, just try <laughs> on that. I, I well, don't know. If you end up Maybe, with one, you yeah. try to get the other. Like, that's...
0: You pretty much got it, yeah.
2: I think you go with Javante Williams because I think by the end of the season, if you can stash him, kind of like a lot of a lot of uh, fantasy players did last year with Antonio Gibson, uh, a lot of a lot of fantasy players did it with J.K. Dobbins. A lot of them did it with DeAndre Swift, although he got a lot of shots right off the bat. You Cam know, Akers. it's Cam Akers. Mm-hmm. Cam Akers took a long time, like week thirteen or week fourteen before he started really really doing anything. I know, I dropped him. I regret it. So I draft Williams, I'd stash him for sure. I think he's got a lot of value towards the end of the season, though. What about Jerry? Like, I know I just mentioned him, Jerry Judy. I think we answered it, but like, dude had a ton of targets last year. Yeah. And you would think that if you get that many targets and you can improve just in, in the slightest, that you would be that much that much more productive. He had 110 targets and like 53 catches. And I might be a little off with the catches, but it was it was yeah, bad. Fifty fifty
0: five catches. He had a bunch of drops. I don't have the drops written up, but ten yeah, drops,
2: it, third worst in the league.
0: Yeah, but I mean, also it's it's Drew Lock throwing on the ball too, so <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they, they a, I don't
2: it's know gross. why they didn't go
0: quarterback in this. He couldn't track, catch,
2: and he had a bad he had a bad quarterback play. It's like a double whammy. Mm. You just can't win there. 110 targets though. That's like, hey, it's well, a I lot. It's up Cor- there.
0: But when uh, Sun comes back though, those are going to go down. So he's got to make he's got to capitalize on those catches on those opportunities here.
3: Yeah. I'd uh, like to look
1: at the numbers on how many of those really were catchable, like real catchable balls um, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do a deep dive on that. Yeah. Have fun with that.
1: All set, thanks. I, I think Ryan said it best with uh, all these guys. This this team in general, is uh, they have value, but if you get them at the right time and kind of just sit back and watch uh, some guys just to plug in on your bench, that's about it on this team. Alright,
3: I
0: think and that's that, enough on the uh, Broncos there, unless you guys got <laughs>
1: anything else? I think that's the perfect segue talking about players going on the bench as we move to the Raiders.
3: The who?
0: Viva Las Vegas.
1: The Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> That's
0: right. Ugh. All right, well, we'll be over about five minutes uh, here. So, Yeah,
1: as our producer would like to say, the greatest team in this division, if you're not the <laughs> other three.
0: <laughs>
1: Ouch. <laughs> you know, so they needed some help, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. That is, you know, first round, they, uh, they might have... um. The gun a little bit, they, they're they saying for Alex uh, Leatherwood, offensive tackle out of Alabama. Uh, he is 6'6, 312 pounds. He's a big boy. Uh, they're saying he probably, I think, 17th overall, and they, they're saying he could have got him like 20, 20 picks later. So let's not uh <laughs> yell at him that much, but in general, uh. Alex Leatherwood's—he's gotten a little worse the past two years at Alabama. Um, he went f- from letting up zero sacks to five sacks last year. Uh, I think he was in the top ten, or if maybe top five, in penalty penalty yardage um, yeah. for a lineman. So it's not looking that good, but you know he's a rough rough around the edges type of player, and uh, you know they see they obviously see the potential taking him at seventeen.
2: Hang on, did I you uh, say that the Raiders drafted a guy who commits a lot of penalties? Trading, <laughs> so I don't believe it. A team uh, that disciplined? Oh, what are they thinking?
1: That's a great point. I didn't even think of that.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's their type of guy.
3: Yeah.
2: You know what they, that's like their number one criteria in the draft board. Like, How many penalties does this guy commit?
3: <laughs>
2: he leaves all of NCAA? Perfect. He's our guy.
1: Yeah, or how many... like? Fences he has in real
3: life
2: <laughs> right, uh, like, like that with toughness they're like penalties toughness that's it right, uh, right. yeah this guy's, this guy's a
3: fighter
1: that's <laughs> 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 no, all good you hit it on that uh in the seventh round they grabbed uh jamie morrissey uh center pittsburgh also played right guard um this is kind of a good pick um he's kind of like one of those players that can uh play a couple positions, so I think that's why they got him as depth for the whole line. As I'm saying this, they obviously needed some help at the line. Um, <sighs> they actually traded their standout center, Rodney Hudson, to the Cardinals, and they drafted no skills players whatsoever, so no wide receivers, no running backs. They lost Nes- Nes- uh, sorry, Nelson Aguilar to the Pats, so I don't know what they're really thinking on that end. Uh, they acquired Willie Sneed. Yay! <laughs> uh, he did horrible at uh, New Orleans and Baltimore. Not horrible, but nothing to show for it really. Um, that being said, them losing Nelson Aguilar, he had 896 yards last year, eight touchdowns. Um, so somebody's got to take that, and I don't think Darren Waller can take that as well as what he put up last year. So somebody's got to get the those receptions.
3: Right. Uh, they also. Keep it on my radar,
1: Ryan
0: Edwards. True. Yeah.
3: yeah? yeah.
1: All yeah, right. Man. All deep, right.
0: Deep sleeper there.
1: I like it. I actually looked at his stats and I was like, ah, I'm not gonna talk about him.
0: <laughs> no. It's yeah. Like, I think I maybe think... I
1: should
3: do some more. No, I like that. That's awesome. Uh, to, to top that off, they uh, also grabbed Kenyon
1: Drake, the 15th running back overall last year, or just about uh, to pair with their number eight overall running back, Josh Jacobs. And that was after their line did horrible. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know what their concept is. Obviously, the, the word is that Kenny and Drake, obviously, I think we brought this up uh, week three or something like that, uh, podcast three. Uh, Kenny and Drake's going to possibly play slot receiver um, and also dabble at running
3: back. I just, it, it scares me, guys, for Josh Jacobs. Um that being yeah, said, for yeah,
0: no, it's it's not good. Once you bring in another guy who was a starting running back to bring him in on a young running back in the in the backfield there, you're gonna take away touches from him. So yeah, his value drops. So you got yeah, a reason to time. be scared. Yeah, uh I don't know what out of what being John said, Gruden's doing though.
1: I don't think John Gruden knows what he's doing. I don't
0: think so. Idiot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Real this man. team, this, this <laughs> doing this research on this team was comical and also sad at the same time. But, uh, that being said, Cugna Drake, he did, um, have a couple good outputs, uh, in pass catching, uh, for Arizona last year and Miami
3: the year before, both with over 50, 50 to over 50 uh, catches, which is always great. Um, Uh, phew, guys, this is just killing me.
0: You know, a obviously, it is uh,
1: yeah, and obviously the Raiders. You know, all the rumors going Ryan. around.
0: Look at him! Look at you! You made Ryan run away.
1: Yeah, this I would he's run like, away from this he's too.
0: Like, I'm done talking. I'm done talking. Yeah, he muted himself and walked away.
1: You're still uh, muted, Ryan. You're killing me, Smalls.
2: <laughs> there he even, is. I can't even sit here and listen to this. Uh, I just had to throw up. I came right back though. All right. <laughs> So, I'll, I'll try to I'll try
1: to speed up. You know, uh, obviously, with all the rumors going around that the Raiders are talking about getting Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Sean Watson, they yeah. plan on just staying with Derek Carr. You know, you know, average wise, you know, four thousand pass yards last year, twenty four touchdowns, nine interceptions. Uh, that's an average for the past three years, around four thousand yards. That's not bad, but
0: it's, it's underwhelming, though. Yeah.
1: It's honestly, and that's what it is. it's an average qB uh to, I think he finished like 14th last year, 13th, 14th uh yeah 13, he's definitely yeah. improved he's definitely improved over the past three yeah. years uh that being said, his first two seasons, i think he was he was he he looked like he was going to be something special, and then three mm-hmm. years later I, f- I forget how many seasons this is. I think it's like the seventh or eighth season which I was amazed by.
0: Really?
1: I felt like, Seven yeah. I, yeah
0: this, so this will be his eighth.
1: Eighth year. I couldn't believe that. So I guess that uh, pretty much you know finishes up that team. But I think what I'll do is I'll throw it in. My first question is uh, Darren Waller, the only player on the Raiders that you guys would draft confidently. I'll throw it to Mac.
0: Yeah, confidently. Yeah. I'm um, taking, taking Waller. In the second round in redraft leagues for sure, uh, Kelsey. For me, it's Kelsey then Waller. I would take I would take Waller over Kittle, uh, Hawkinson. I, I think Hawkinson's gonna have a big year this year as well. But yeah, I'd rather take Waller. He's their their biggest passing target, and it shows. He he did tremendous. He was number two last year as well. So if you can establish your tight end position early in the draft and you don't have to worry about it week to week and stream somebody like Jared Cook or Noah Fant for Denver who was ranked 8th but the point differential is tremendous so there's a huge drop off from the top 3 <laughs> to the next 5 so yeah I'm going to get one early and I would take Waller in the second round if I went running back then Waller that's fine and deep wide receiver uh, in the middle rounds I would take it the thing is though, with Nelson Aguilar gone, he was thirty-fourth ranked wide receiver. Yeah, just under like you said, just under nine hundred yards, eight touchdowns. Somebody's gonna have to fill that. I would take a shot on Ruggs or Brian Edwards. He he does run good routes. They just didn't get him the ball that much, but people talk about oh uh the stat of yards per route run. So he was he was it wasn't just standing out there, just blocking. So but yeah, I would see, I would, I would see Rugs take a late flyer out on him.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I would definitely yeah, agree to, as well. Somebody's got to step up, like you're saying.
0: Yeah. You anything
2: on that, Ryan? Or yeah, I mean, I, I think um, taking a flyer out on Ruggs and Edwards, they're good stash options this year, and possibly like if Waller gets some of that Aguilar action, you know, <laughs> and does he now challenge Kelsey for number one? Who knows? Probably. Awesome, yeah.
1: You know, it's great insight. And uh, I just, I don't want to forget about the two running backs, Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. I, yeah. You know, I, I would probably, obviously, I definitely would slide Josh Jacobs back in the draft, but I would definitely take flyers on both these guys. Obviously, injury occurs. You got a, you got a starting, automatic starting running back. And if they necessarily play separate roles in this team, which Gruden's kind of coming out and saying uh, between slot and running back, you know, I don't. Th- I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to lose his touchdowns. I think he's still going to be the
3: goal line back uh, compared to Kenyan Drake. Any uh, yeah, thoughts, Matt?
0: Yeah, Matt? no, probably they. Uh, they didn't throw Jacobs the ball too much, uh, so that that hurts his value. So I guess that's why they have Drake there, like you said, to line him out in the slot and stuff. So
1: yeah, I think he had thirty six catches last year, or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so, it's not. It's
2: not terrible, but I have an interesting stat for you guys.
0: Because I was thinking go, about no. that, I'm
2: like, "There's no way Kenyon Drake takes takes goal line carries away from Josh Jacobs." So uh, the two of the top four leaders in rushing attempts inside the ten yard line, Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake from last year. <laughs> inside the t- inside the twenty in the red zone, Jacobs had 64 attempts, led the league. Uh, Kenyon Drake was fourth with 56. Both Jeez. had nine rushing touchdowns. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, from with inside the 10, they both had nine rushing touchdowns. Jacobs him in total touchdowns, but that's uh, scary, man. I'm like, no way he's taking goal line carries. Then I'm like, he's just as productive as Josh Jacobs is in the red zone. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's some good yeah. insight right there.
0: They're going to split them up, and it's just going to average out. So
2: It's going to be I, like Jacobs runs on first down, gets stuffed. They bring in Kenyon Drake second down. Maybe they run something a little bit different.
0: Yeah. I mean, Josh Jacobs was ranked number eight running back last year in PPR formats. For those that are new to the podcast, we really just go off of PPR ranking unless we state otherwise. But, yeah, then Kenyon Drake was ranked number 16. So, yeah, they're going to be somewhere in the middle, man. They might be just out of that. One spot right out of the top 12. Unless know, one of them goes down. Yeah. Unless and one of them goes down, then
2: I don't know. I heard the signing and it, when they signed Kenyon Drake, and I'm like, ah, oh, like he's clearly gonna be number two, good third down option, receiving back. Like they don't trust Jacobs coming out of the backfield, um, you know, running into the flats or running patterns, whatever. And now I'm like, shoot, like Kenyon Drake is just as efficient as a runner as as Josh Jacobs is. You can have, you can make that argument at least.
3: Numbers don't lie. <laughs> yeah,
0: so we'll see. So then, so then, how early are you gonna take a shot out on uh, Jacob's there?
1: Third that that one's really tough. I think third's the earliest I would.
0: Yeah, you want to take him in the second as your nope. running back too. So well, I'm probably
1: not taking another one. <laughs>
0: All right. All right. So if, if I don't I, if
1: I'm not in the top six, I'm not taking a runner back. That's just Oh, okay. That's
0: your strategy. We'll have to get to an episode on that.
2: How about this? Javante yeah, Williams or Josh Jacobs? Oh
0: Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs,
1: absolutely.
2: Try again. Javante right. <laughs> <laughs> Williams or Kenyon Drake. Oh, why
0: are we going back to
2: in Javante? A, in, a oh, okay. <laughs> in, in a
0: Drake. redraft. Okay. In a redraft. Same episode. Yeah, I, I got I'll take
3: you. I'm
1: All taking right.
0: Drake. You would take Drake? Yeah.
3: <laughs> yep.
1: Just for the just for the catches, PPR wise, if that if that's what we're in a PPR, that's what I would go with.
0: Well, here's my thing. I would take Josh Jacobs as my running back too, but I don't think I would take Drake as my running back too. No. So, so yeah, like so say I get uh, I don't know. Nick Chubb <laughs> as my running back one. And then I'm coming back on the second round. Do I take Josh Jacobs or do I go with the top tier wide receiver there? I don't know. Yeah, that's, I, like I guess, it's he's that borderline. Cool. If he's not going to be a number one running back, then I, I guess I could wait, take a shot on a rookie.
3: If you Depends get Jacobs. Yeah,
2: exactly. Sorry, no, you're good. and And if you get Jacobs. I think if you get him in the early like somewhere in the 4th round, I'd feel good about that. Like I think I would I would like Josh he's gonna to drop us. that far? I don't I don't know. And running backs go quick. It really depends on the draft. That's,
0: that's the thing. Like most of our leagues, the running backs, it's running back heavy. The top 2 rounds, they're all gone. So
2: I know, but if you have like if I had two I would rather have two premium receivers in a and one running back than one premium receiver and Josh Jacobs is my number two running back. Cause I think you can find other options that might be able to be just as productive as Josh Jacobs. I think he's going to be inconsistent. So I think you can find those guys and plug and play them. And when those yeah, guys is think- on Drake, you might be able to similar value, right? Like you might be able he to good. get him three, four rounds, maybe not that, that far, but maybe two yeah. rounds.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. If I would take Josh Jacobs before Drake and I would take him in the third round. Whether I could get Drake later at what, like the sixth round, better value there. No, you're, yeah, you're right on that. Tough call. We'll have to get in deeper than just the tip. I would say.
1: I'm all set with the Raiders. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's you know that's when you call an Uber and like you need to go home.
0: <laughs> just draft Waller. That's all. That's all. Yeah,
1: exactly.
2: This division's boring. There's too many agreeable things. Like it's, it's hard it to really,
0: it's it's very uh one-sided. Very it's yeah, I mean they they did the signings and it's just like okay, well there's nothing to get excited about, unfortunately. So you yeah, got I, obviously Chiefs. Predictable. What's
2: that? So if there if there is anything exciting, they're predictable. Your Kelsey's your Hills, your Wallers, your exactly Holmes.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it goes without saying you're you're drafting those guys early, like. And then the Broncos are going to take a chance on them, but not early. Waller is the only valuable piece that I would take in the second round, right there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But that that's pushing it too. But uh, True. if you miss out, if you miss out on the tight ends, I feel I just have a feeling that uh, at a premium, everybody's just going to take them early.
1: I can honestly say I'm really excited to see where these average draft. Uh, positions are once the uh, season really starts going, people start really mocking a little bit more, mm-hmm. just between the quarterback situation, Julio, and you know all these running back moves and all, all the moves in general this year. Uh, this is going to be a little bit different, and everybody, we got to think about the extra game. It's
3: going to be nuts. Do mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: yeah. mm-hmm. well, I got to tune into the podcast?
1: Bingo. That's, That's kind of what I was getting at. You're supposed to throw a plug in there or something, Mac. <laughs> You want me to plug? We'll make you? one. What? Oh, Just you want tip. me to
0: plug us? Oh, okay. <laughs> I got you. Well, I guess to make this more exciting next year, we should go to the live NFL draft over there live in Vegas there and uh, do a pod from there. That would be pretty sweet, huh?
1: I think we need some more followers. And sponsors. I think we'll, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. we, do. We, need, we might need some sponsors or, you know, we can start a GoFundMe page. You guys can go fund us. Uh, we'll go out to Vegas and. Try not to gamble it all away. Actually, do a show from there. Uh,
3: yeah. That's gonna right. happen,
1: but that'd be amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would be. Would we we could dream, though,
1: huh? Absolutely, we'll build Vegas in one of our basements.
0: You know, I think it's just us three will go though. We don't need anybody. yes, yeah. definitely no, don't
1: I, need the Raiders I, fans to come. Like our no, producers. no. This... Yeah,
0: it's not like we need a producer or anything. All right, you guys got anything else for the leftovers?
1: You know, not today. I think we cleared it up. I don't know if you guys have a decided uh, a division what we're gonna go with next yet.
0: Oh, we'll go AFC North. That's fine. That's what I was
1: thinking AFC North. It is
0: sweet. Yeah. So uh, pretty much, bottom line from from this division, you got the Chiefs players and Waller. And everybody else, everybody else. Oh, Chargers, yeah, Shiloh. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I forgot about the Chargers. You know, your are your you Herbert. Keenan Allen. That's guys. silly me. Silly me. I totally forgot about the Chargers. Yeah, so, they're they're so from easy, San Diego, yeah. right, Regan?
1: Oh, yeah, every time. Did I say that again this today? No.
0: no oh, you good. You, you guys, good. guys didn't job, give me that. Dude. You guys
1: didn't give me that team for that reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were like
1: that. Ah. Notice how I just went right to Raiders too. I skipped you didn't Las Vegas. Say Las
0: Vegas. <laughs> this is what I wanted to remind you, though, with the. It's drop. a
1: smart man. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Honestly, I'm smart. looking at the AFC North. I'm pretty excited about this. I, I don't think that's going to be a dull, a dull one compared to <clears> the <throat>
0: Raiders. It it shouldn't be. So hopefully next time you guys will tune in. Uh, just a tip: FFP is our social media handles. If you want to email us. Tell us how uh, how much you like the show, how you dislike it, what we should do better. You know, if Ryan should, uh, I don't know, get a haircut, grow Ouch. a mustache, little comments. I need to get a haircut. That's why I need to too. Yeah, pick on
1: yourself then. Jeez. I, you guys can pick on oh,
0: <laughs> We want to thank you guys uh, for supporting us. Just uh, like, share, uh, subscribe. Tell a friend, Share your tips, ask your mom how much she likes my tips. Have a good one.
2: Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is,
3: plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence.